This is Audio Applesauce, a podcast for kids who want to have fun and learn cool things. Today we'll learn about what it's like to be a judge. But first, the mystery sound. We'll tell you what it is later in the show. Now it's time for Word Wonder. Today's word is oath. That means to promise that you're absolutely telling the truth. An example sentence would be, I took an oath that I did not take the last cookie. On to the interview. (laughs) Judge Carrie Anderson is a district court judge for Rice County in Minnesota. She became a judge in March, and before that, she was a lawyer. What does a judge do? (laughs) Normally, a judge would um, hear all kinds of cases that are coming before them in the county in which they sit. So I'm in Faribault, which means I would hear things that come before Rice County. Um, That could be... Criminal matters, it could be a traffic stop, it could be a fight, so an assault, it could be a murder case, it could be a civil matter where somebody got hurt and they're trying to recover some money. It could be a a probate, which is something with somebody's estate after they are dead. It could be a a mismatch of a lot of different things in one day. So the judge would hear the case and make a decision to the attorneys. That's not what I'm doing, though, because things are really, really different with the coronavirus. We are kind of on social distancing as well. We um, can't have anybody live in the courtroom unless it's an emergency. And so we're doing things either like you are with your podcast through electronic means, um, video conferencing, or we're just pushing things off until things kind of get better in our world. What does a lawyer do? A lawyer would be the person who is either arguing to the court, um, supporting their client, or helping people through a rough time. It could be a divorce. It could be child support. It could be um, trying to help their child in something. Um, They would be maybe the person bringing the matter to court if you got hurt, say, on a playground, you got hurt um, falling on the ice, and you need help recovering from a party who kind of put that together, or an insurance company. Lawyers can help you with estate plans, trying to make things easier for, say, like your grandparents or your great-grandparents after they are gone to make sure their their estate or their assets, um, their money, their belongings get to the people that they want it to for their wishes. There's all kinds of things that a lawyer can do. What is a law? So a law is something that our legislature says is right or wrong that we have to follow. If you break it, then you would potentially come see me in Rice County and you don't want to do that. What is a courtroom like? Courtroom is a place where you're supposed to be very respectful of everybody that's there. So you have your judge who is the person making the decisions Um, Most of the time, you'll have a court reporter sitting next to the judge who is taking down everything that's being said, whether she's recording it or typing it. 
You have a court clerk who is keeping track of everything for the court process. Uh, a lot of times you have a bailiff in there, so a cop making sure that things are staying under control and that there's no issues. And then you'll have your parties, whether that's an individual or um, they're appearing with their attorneys. Courts are open to the public, which means that anybody can come and show up and watch what's happening, unless it's a juvenile matter. So if you wanted to show up and see what was happening in my courtroom, I could not legally keep you out. Otherwise, a courtroom looks like it does generally on, on TV with, you know, the benches and kind of the, the decorations that are in a courtroom. Is there always a jury? No. Juries are a, an option um, for criminal cases or civil cases. So if you are being charged for breaking a law, so what was right and you did what was wrong, you can have a jury. Or if you have a civil matter, say I'm suing somebody because I fell on your front steps and, and you purposely hurt me, I could have a jury for that too. But most of the cases that you hear are just decided or that I would see are, are mainly decided by the judge. Uh, what happens if somebody lies? Ooh. You know, people lie and they do it all the time. There is a problem if they lie under oath, though. So if you are swearing that everything you're saying in a document is true, that's it's called perjury. Or if you go up on the stand and you're telling the court something that's a false thing, it's, it's a perjury. And somebody could then charge you with a crime if you knowingly know it's wrong and it's a lie. Doesn't happen really often because people lie a lot. But if the state felt that it was enough or the court felt that it was so over the top, they could pursue it and somebody would then be charged with a crime. What happens if someone is telling the truth and they committed a crime? Okay, so if they are telling the truth but they still did the crime, someone would be looking at making a plea offer or a plea agreement between the state who is pursuing the criminal charges and the defense attorney who is trying to help the person who committed the crime. What they try to do is work out an agreement that is public safety-wise beneficial, but yet not horrible for the defendant, the person who, who did the crime, and try to find a resolution that will just help him not do that again. Hmm. Um, there's all kinds of ways that cases can be decided or disposed of. So not every case comes to trial or goes to court. A lot of them are settled between the attorneys before it even gets to court. Um, so what happens if um, the court thinks that they're lying, but they're actually telling the truth? You know, the courts are not immune to making mistakes. Um, everybody makes mistakes and everybody is wrong from time to time. Sometimes the court makes the mistake that an innocent person is guilty. Um, have you ever seen the TV shows where somebody has been in jail for a really, really long time and it comes 15 years down the road, they, did, they find out that he was actually innocent? Charges get reversed and, and people get let out when that happens. But judges are human and they're apt to make mistakes as well. But hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully each attorney makes a good presentation and brings forth all the evidence that they need to either show that their person is guilty or innocent, but it can happen.
approximately how many people before the coronavirus did you see in the courtroom each day? That's a good question. A lot of times, would depend on what's what's on the court's calendar, but let's just take an average day where you have people who have committed crimes overnight, and so they're called in custodies because they have to be in jail until they come before the court. Some days you would see 30 to 40 people in the morning alone on those situations, and then maybe 10 in the afternoon. So probably between 40 and 50 people each judge would see. And there are three judges in Rice County. I'm one of three. Whoa. That's a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. not always that way, but I would say on average at least 20 to 25 people a day. What is like um, being in the courtroom feel like? Like, does it kind of feel like, I don't know, like you kind of don't want to be there or you want to be there or something like that? It's a good question, but it depends on who you are in the courtroom. So when I was an attorney, I was very comfortable in the courtroom because that's what I did for work. So it was, it, I wasn't nervous. It wasn't a stressful event for me, but my client who had not been there very often or was in trouble, it was really, really nerve wracking for them. They were scared and nervous and stressed out. I would imagine that the state's attorney or the other attorney would be the same way as I was, very comfortable in the courtroom. Um, and judges is usually pretty comfortable in the courtroom too with their workers. But anybody that el- anybody else that comes into that courtroom, say you're the party in trouble or the client or um, observing something because you're the public and you're just there to support your loved one who's there, people say it's very stressful and they don't understand how you could be comfortable in there. It's a good question. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> well, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. It was fun. We're back with the mystery sound. Take another listen. Did you guess it? It's pages flipping in a book. Now it's time for family fun. We'll share some DIY ideas, jokes, and ways to spread kindness while you're at home. Hey, James, what do you call a funny mountain? What? Hilarious! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening! And thanks to Judge Anderson. Music is by Jazar. Join us next time!